Welcome to the Membership Machine Show, talking you through your membership website from initial idea all the way to finished product. Here's your host, Jonathan Denwood. Welcome back, folks, to the Membership Machine Show. This is episode 54. In this show, we're going to be talking about all things marketing, automation, landing, pages, and anything else that me and my special guest want to talk about, about membership and WordPress in 2023 straight 2024. It's my pleasure. I've got Dave Raisley with me from Blog Marketing Academy. I've been following David for a long time. He does really fantastic stuff on his website. You want to follow him on Twitter and on his YouTube channel. So, David, would you like to give the audience, um, the listeners and viewers, a quick intro about yourself and your company? Sure. So, the, yeah, quick story. So, basically, blogmarketingacademy.com is my site. Now, I've actually been online for, I've lost count now. I've probably been working online for 25 years or so. Uh, started out as a technology blogger, talking about computers and building PCs and all that. And that's actually where I uh, cut my teeth in terms of the publishing business and building an online business. Um, cause you know, I was one of the first people to do, to do a membership site with that very old software. We don't use anymore. Uh, did, did the whole banner advertising thing and all that stuff. And then in 2008, I decided I was tired of the whole, uh, tech site thing, like exclusively that. And so I started what is now the blog market Academy. It used to be just my name, davidrisley.com. And it's, you know, being in online this long, a lot of things have evolved over the years as I've tried things and all that kind of stuff. So I've been there and done that in more ways than one. Been there, done it, seen it, moved on. Um, um, Like what Picasso said, um, mediocre painters just um, copy great painters still. And uh, I... Stole one of David's catchphrase, digital, um, was it digital sovereignty? Digital sovereignty, yeah. I love it. I, I love, I've stolen your term completely. Uh, That's uh, all good. But, uh, um, so, uh, before we go into the meat and potatoes of this great show, I've got a couple of messages from our major sponsors. We will be back in a few moments, folks. Are you looking for ways to make your content more engaging? Sensei LMS by Automatic is the original WordPress solution for creating and selling online courses. Sensei's new interactive blocks can be added to any WordPress page or post. For example, interactive videos let you pause videos and display quizzes, lead generation forms, surveys, and more. For a 20% off discount for the tribe, just use the code WPTONIC, all one word, when checking out and give Sensei a try today. We're coming back. I just want to point out, we've got some great special offers from the sponsors, plus a created list of the best WordPress plugins and services that will help you build a membership website. To get all these goodie folks, all you have to do is go over to wp-tonic.com slash deals. wp-tonic slash deals. It's a... That's all we got to offer you at the present moment, but it's uh, it will save you tons of time. Scroll the internet trying to find the right solution. Yeah. There we go. So, before we go into the Pacifics, and I gave David a very long list of different stuff that we could chatter about, 
<laughs> I would love to get from you, David, where do you think WordPress is at the end of 2023, at the beginning of 24, around membership and around marketing optimization, straight landing pages? Maybe you can give us a quick outline where you think we are, because I'm excited because I think um, WordPress over the last 18 months has has always got some, I wouldn't say problems, but it's got some things that I would hope could be improved. But also I've seen some great new product services that really helped somebody build a membership website on WordPress. So over to you, David. How do you see the landscape? Yeah, well, I mean, I will say I'm always going to be partial to WordPress for this stuff. And a lot of it has to do with that digital sovereignty stuff that we talked about earlier. I mean, we could go into more detail on that if you'd like. But yeah, sure. I mean, yeah. as, far, as far as where WordPress stands now, I mean, obviously it is the number one content management system on the Internet. I don't think it's going to be dethroned anytime soon. Things have gotten easier. Uh, there are always speed bumps on the development path of WordPress. Every now and then a revision will come out and it complicates our lives for, for a short period. It does happen. I am seeing some interest out there with, you know, alternative platforms like Webflow and that type of stuff. But, you know, those are proprietary things. And it, it's, it's violates all the rules of digital sovereignty as far as I'm concerned. So I would never go there. And then you got the hosted services. But again, it's like you're, you know, you are putting major aspects of your business on some third-party service, and uh, which is not something I like to do if I have other options. But I mean, I, I think the future's bright for WordPress, so there's always going to be competition. I'm happy to see the competition, but it is, I mean, it, it's the number one platform right now, and I just don't think it's going to change anytime soon. Yeah, I totally agree with you, David, um, but I think also really what was missing about a couple of years ago was in the marketing optimization yeah. area. You um, and really you had to look at the SaaS solution. But yes. what I have found so encouraging, um, David, is that in the CRM marketing optimization space, we got now some fantastic um, solutions in the WordPress space and. Oh, yeah. um, and we've got some great companies, not some, got some not so great solutions, but um, generally um, I'm much more, I think WordPress can provide a really fully featured platform for anybody that's seriously trying to build a membership community-based business oh, yeah. on the internet now. Would you agree with that, David? Yeah, it's, it's at a point now where, a lot of the things that you would have needed to get third-party services for, you now no longer need them. It's it's like you can you can control all of your own data, have it all in one spot. When you back up the site, you've got the entire thing with the automations, the list, the products, the order history, all of it in one spot. And then you obviously need to pay a web host. You need to pay somebody to send your emails. But the thing is, those things are interchangeable. You can always tap into different services if you need to. Um, and with... I mean, I'm really partial to Fluent CRM myself in terms of marketing automation. And I mean, it, it's like having active campaign built into WordPress. I mean, it's it's quite good uh, how far that product has come. I was one of the first people to use Fluent CRM, and it's come a really long way even since then. Yeah, and they, yeah. Um, 
What before we go into the Pacific um, solutions and get some feedback from you, um, so, some of it. Um, where do you stand around um, WooCommerce? Because um, some people that I've had on the show seems to think that WooCommerce should be installed and be a central Lego uh, brick, a, a central core of your marketing and website will, and you can lock on different elements, but the WooCommerce should be the core part. I've always oscillated, I think, myself at a certain stage utilising WooCommerce with your mark, your membership solution is probably a good idea. But to initially get going, I do feel that it adds a layer of cost and just making the thing a little bit more complex. What's your own feelings around this, David? I do use WooCommerce myself, um, and I've been to a lot of other shopping carts. Um, I actually, for a while, I avoided WooCommerce because I thought I just, I was over there and it looked overwhelming. It was the funniest thing. And, uh, now that I do use it, I don't find it to be overwhelming. It's one of those types of products that can grow to your needs, but at the base core, it's not too bad. And, you know, and actually some of the stuff you can disable it like inventory tracking. If you don't need it and we don't for a membership, you just turn it off. Um, so I don't find I find it to be the best option for membership sites. So you do need WooCommerce subscriptions for that. Uh, but um, you know it's it's the most expandable. Pretty much everything integrates with it, um, and for that reason, that's why I'm partial to using it. Yeah, I, I totally agree with you. How we deal with it, David, is if we got somebody that. Um, is at the beginning of the journey, we really suggest that they use that utilize Lifter LMS mm-hmm. because it has a, a very good um, shopping cart functionality inbuilt the plugin, but it also provides an add on which we provide, which allows you to integrate with WooCommerce. And we just find it's a good starting point. Plus, you're not entrapped, you can at the right stage go to. Um, utilizing WooCommerce. I think the other thing that puts people off, they go on the web and they see people say, well, WooCommerce, when you get update all your templates, but that's specific. Those type of problems are specifically around e-commerce where you've got product pages, where if you're just utilizing it as an engine, um, a lot of the updating problems don't really affect you. Would you agree with that? Yeah, I mean, most, uh, it's funny because you got the, the standard catalog set up that comes with WooCommerce and, you know, all that. And for most of the sites I work with, people never even see that stuff because, again, we're using it as an engine. In my case, I actually a lot of times use CartFlows on top of it. There's other other sales settle plugins on top that you could use as well, but People typically go through those. They well, you would never know that WooCommerce is even there. Uh, and so, as far as the, whatever happens with the templates with WooCommerce, I generally don't care. <laughs> I don't pay that much attention. Yeah, we love cart flows as well because it you know gives that modern one page checkout yeah. experience, and you can do upsells, downsells, mm-hmm. do a lot of the things. And it comes from a reputable um, coding shop, 
and yeah. support their plugins. Um, before we go on to the Pacific, the one area where I think um, they probably will, will be covered to some extent in the second part of the show where we talk about landing pages and things like cart flows and all sorts of that type of stuff, um, is how you, with something like in the SaaS market, let's take one of the um, darlings of the SaaS market, Kajabi, where you can integrate um, basic marketing automation with landing pages. Um, that seems to to me, putting my shoes in the beginner person to lower intermediate, I might be looking to build their membership site. That seems to be a little bit missing, a little bit confusing. Um where um, something like Fry Themes had more integration, but it had the problem that it was what I call a WordPress wall garden, where you had all the problems of a SaaS solution with also the problems of WordPress all yep. combined in one solution. Yep. I never felt, felt that was a great solution, even though I had great respect for the founders or Fry Themes, because um, um, I thought they were a fabulous team. Well, I'm waffling on, am I waffling on a bit now, Dave, because I'm notorious for it, or do, is am I right about Well, it? that's why we're here. Uh, but I but I tend to agree with you about Thrive Themes. I I, I was a big fan of Thrive Themes, uh, and I talked about it quite a bit on my website, and it was a bit of a walled garden. It was a pretty good walled garden, but it was. I mean, for the longest time, the Thrive Suite integrated with itself, but it didn't do a very good job of working with others. Uh, they were opening up with the uh, with their automation uh, tool, um, and it was getting better. But now that the company's been acquired, uh, there, there's a different ethos there. Um, well, they've been they've been. I call it the chocolate factory. Uh, <laughs> uh, um, because. Um, I I call the owner uh, Willy Wonka. I because <laughs> uh, um, he's um, he's um, he's threatened to sue me a couple of times. Oh, has he? Yeah. I call him Willy Wonka, and I call his company the Chocolate Factory to avoid any legal problems. Ah, uh, yeah. He's he's he play, he can play hardball for sure. But I I did I it's I like the people that used to run Thrive Themes better than the people that are running it now and. One of the issues, again, you brought the idea that it's like a SaaS product with the issues of WordPress. It's now even more so because they will shut off your ability to edit your own site if you let your subscription lapse. That's lovely, isn't it? That's a, isn't lovely, it? That's a lovely attitude, isn't it, David? Yeah. So I, I stopped. I don't recommend Thrive Themes anymore. And that's a big reason. I mean, again, going back to digital sovereignty, if, if a company's holding you hostage to a subscription fee, it's not digital sovereignty anymore. You're there and you're, you're doing all the work to host everything, but yet you can't edit it anymore because you stopped paying them. It, it doesn't work. Yeah. So let's go on to some Pacific. I can't talk today. David. I don't know. Uh, um, uh, this talk, um, we we already have mentioned it. You have um, fluent CRM. So I think this is when it comes to marketing automation on and on WordPress. I think this is one of the one of your key Lego blocks that you love. 
I use um, so maybe you give your views of um, what you see as the strengths and why you love it, and maybe one or two things which isn't great on because you're the expert, unlike me. So uh, off you go. What what do you love about Fluent CRM in general? Well, at the at the top end view of it, I like the fact that it's a full marketing automation platform that is integrated so tightly in with other WordPress products because it's inside of WordPress. So, you know, you can have a, a, a trigger for somebody signing up for a LearnDash course or MemberPress or what have you. It's, it's, it's all right there. You have basically have any automation funnel that you could build and drip or active campaign or one of these guys, you can now do it inside of WordPress and you have full control over. It. In fact, you could even export that entire automation and port it into another site and it will just work. It's as long as you're using Fluent CRM. You couldn't do that with any of these other tools because their automation builders were proprietary to their platform. So, you know, you've obviously you can send out emails, autoresponders, all the basic stuff, but it's it's the automations that make it so powerful and the fact that it integrates with so many things. I I also like, you know, we were speaking of WooCommerce earlier. Well, it integrates directly with that. So you could pull up somebody's profile and directly see their entire order history. You could directly see any form they've ever filled out as long as you're using Fluent Forms, which I do. Um, now with their Fluent Booking, you can see anything that they scheduled and their you know, appointment history right there. I mean, it, the, 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 it integrates together so tightly. It's like, that's that's why I'm a fan of it. And it's a great company with a great yeah. founder, with a great... Um, he he seems to understand the WordPress theme really, and about how you um, communicate and position your company in the wider community of WordPress, doesn't he? He seems very attuned, and he's very um, he takes feedback, and um, him and his team communicate well, don't they? Yeah, he's very active in the Facebook groups, um, and they're. You know, they're they're not hiding from their community. I've seen some that do, uh, or they try to act accessible, but they're not. But these guys actually are. It's a guy like Jack from uh, WP Fusion. He's also incredibly accessible. Oh, Jack's and, a personal friend of mine. Yeah, He's just a fabulous human being. Isn't yeah. He? Um, funny enough, you bring up WP Fusion because that causes confusion. It does. a lot of people. It does. Um, I... I think um, the way is, if you look, I still think WP Fusion has a context, even if you're going to utilize a native um, CRM like Fluent, because if you plan to do very sophisticated things and you have access to it, um, based on my limited experience, unlike yours, is that um, when it comes to the tagging, gives more ability when it comes to tagging that comes with the fluent so i tend to recommend if you're going to have both products is that you let the tagging be controlled by wp fusion and you let all the you switch off the tagging in fluent and you let it take over the rest um what's your attitude around that would you disagree with me you think i'm wrong about that no i mean if there's a little bit of duplicate functionality between the two because, for example, with uh, if you're selling something with WooCommerce, Fluent CRM has its built-in ability to assign a tag when they buy it. But I don't usually use it. I actually do use WP Fusion for that stuff, and that's because 
WP Fusion integrates with every pretty much everything. Uh, I mean, really, almost every yeah. WP Fusion integrates. I don't know he does Do you? I yeah, I don't know how he seems to have his hands in every plugin out there. But um, yeah, even Fluent Booking that recently came out, he was integrated with that before the thing was even released. It's just amazing, isn't it? Um, so you know, that's the main thing. It's a WP Fusion is like. Would, would take something like Fluent CRM and put it on steroids because you, then you can integrate almost anything you would ever use with the tagging of Fluent CRM. And, yeah, and, then, uh, and then you've got the member protection style. So essentially you're, you're turning it into a full membership site. Yeah, you are. And I think the point you were making so well, David, was that you're kind of future-proofing it because if anything ever did happen to Fluent CRM, you can just switch really quite easily either to external SaaS system or another internal native WordPress CRM system because the tagging's controlled by WP Fusion. I think that was one of the points you were trying to make. Yeah, well, you'd have to tap. You'd, you can't switch CRMs that WP Fusion is connected to. It's it's not going to be, it's not just going to go, and there you are. No. There, you'd have to do some work for sure. But wouldn't that be a shame? But there's always work involved. It's, yeah, I mean, a lot of the CRMs that WP Fusion works with are not WordPress native. So if you're using Active Campaign or Drip or Aweber or whatever, you, you could use WP Fusion and do a lot of the same stuff that we're talking about. I just happen to like to have it all in one spot. And and even to your point, if Fluent CRM ever went away for some reason. That's the, the beauty of it is the code is there. So even if they stopped updating it, it's still going to work. Yeah. Well, I'm sure, I'm sure some stage, um, everything has a beginning, a middle, and end. We do. So everything else does, doesn't it? So, um, so love fluent. And it, it's, um, the thing is, it's got a very, uh, would you agree? It's got its interface. The thing that was missing a little bit was it didn't have a, um, it, you could do text email but you didn't really um have a kind of visual kind of quasar newsletter builder but they yeah. added that so it's pretty now i used to um and i still like uh, mail poet um um but uh now because they've got their email builder um i think you you can do almost everything with it would you agree with that i do i'm I prefer to keep my emails fairly simple, and I actually I think those are the ones that probably are going to have higher delivery and that type of thing. So that's usually what I recommend to people. But they do have the visual builder now if you want to get more complex. And then I have seen some people. What is it called? Spark something? I forgot. But there's a third party email builder that some people were using, which has all the bells and whistles. Then you could just copy and paste because you got that raw HTML version inside of Fluent, so you could actually go that route. But Again, I think simpler is better, personally. Yeah, it's always worked for me. I'm quite yeah, David. Uh, um, uh, um, on to the next one. Um, Groundhog. What, what's your views about Groundhog, David? So I have not used it myself in the business. I have played around with it a tad. Um, and it's, it's good. I mean, it's more mature, I guess I would say. I don't know if that's actually the case. Uh, last time, the one time I did look at Groundhog, it was definitely more mature than uh, Fluent CRM. Uh, there are probably still some things that Groundhog does because it is, it's been around longer. I mean, that's the main thing. Um, but if I'm also not mistaken, isn't uh, Groundhog a set like $40 a month or something like that? Um, 
I'm, I'm just, I'm going on a memory here. Uh, so it's a little different in how it's actually built and how you have zeroed in into some of the paradox of Groundhog. Um, Adrian that owns it is a very, um, impressive young man yeah. with uh, a focus about what he wants to treat, wants to achieve. Um, it is not, um, it would be unfair to classify it as a wall garden like Fry theme, in my opinion, David, right, but right. he comes from outside to some extent the WordPress, um, community. Um, I think he, um, he's from the digital agency from the infusion soft background. Gotcha. And, uh, I think he wanted to build a more kind of quasar SaaS, um, solution with income uh, at a slightly higher point um but on the other hand it is not in closed garden like fry fiends and some other solutions um i think i think one of the things that people liked about it is that it had a, a calendar system a booking system in built into it david but with what fluent has recently issued that um that was quite important for coaches and other people mm-hmm. um, is taken away now because they've got a very strong competitor in that area. The other thing is that if um, its interface was a little bit different to something like Fluent, where I think you would agree with me, Fluent, if you're used to using something like Active Campaign, you're going to feel very at home with Fluent, aren't yeah. you? Are you going to, where the Groundhog has a very different interface feel to it? Yeah. I came from Drip uh, CRM and Fluent CRM, and the automation builder is very, very similar. Drag and drop. I mean, it's, um, so, but I, as far as that interface and Groundhog, I actually don't remember. It's been, it's been at least a couple of years since I've been in Groundhog. Yeah. Yeah, it's funny you mentioned Drip because um, uh, Rob Rowling is a, a friend, a personal friend of mine, yeah. and uh, they did a fabulous job with Drip and selling it. Um, on to the next one. Well, I suppose we're not going to have, together, we're not going to have great things to say um, because of external factors. It is a funnel kit because it's part of the chocolate factory. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, so... Um, we can offer it at WP Tonic, but um, um, I generally avoid anything with the chocolate factory. With them, it's even um, even if some of their software is pretty good, I'm also not a massive fan of the way the marketing takes place with them. And so, just as a general basis, if I if I'm going to recommend something to my readers, I need to feel good about who I'm sending them to, and I don't have that feeling with them. No, I, I um. I um so let's get, let's I thought I um we had to have it part of the list, but um I totally agree with you. I don't recommend anything from the chocolate factory because <laughs> I'm not a great fan of Willy Wonka and I'm not really a great fan of the chocolate factory. Uh, um <laughs> uh, I'm determined to make that uh uh X um tag Willy Wonka and <laughs> the chocolate so I use it as much as possible. He hates me for taking the Mickey out of him, but I find uh, it del- I find it delicious, David. <laughs> uh, um, uh, um, 
Can you say it? I think I do well, do delicious chocolate chocolate factory. Oh, well, yeah, I think I, I think that's quite good actually, Dave. But there we go. Uh, on to the <laughs> on to the next. Ah, um, interesting. Um, did I, I've had some good integrate um chats with these people and um used it a bit, but I'm heavily invested in Fluent CRM. But it's nice to have a couple of options. And my go-to is Fluent CRM and WP Fusion. But um, WP Funnels with their MailMint, um, that, that's an interesting thing how they, because they did some really um, hard-hitting AppSumer deals. Um, yeah. And then to get around, they kind of added MailMint to it, um, which I think upset it a few people. Um, what's your own views about WP funnels? I have a, a, a lot of experience with this because when it comes to funnels, like I mentioned earlier, I typically use uh, card flows. Um, yeah. And if I were going to use something not card flows, I probably would have immediately started looking at launch flows. Um, but it's... Um, so this one, I mean, the the interface looks nice and everything to it, but it's just not something I've got a ton of experience with. No, I, I totally understand, uh, David. Um, like my my, we offer it at WP Fun, WP Tough Funnels, WP Tony. Yeah. Uh, but um, I played around a bit, and I do like the people, um, and it, they're doing some really interesting things, but. Um, and I do understand why they added the mail, which is there to build e- newsletters and yeah, do email yeah. market, 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 marketing. Um, I think I think we skipped W. Well, um, yeah, no, let's let's have a quick chat about WP Fusion. Um, yeah. It's really hard to explain to people what it actually really does. Yeah. And then you go down the uh, you go down a windy road. How do you try to explain? Well, it is it? hard. I've I've and I've tried to explain it, but it's one of those things. It's funny because you know, obviously, being in the business I'm in, I do have an affiliate link to WP Fusion, and I've talked about it many times. But it's really hard to drive a lot of sales to that unless somebody's in the business, and it, a lot of it comes down to the fact that people have a hard time wrapping their heads exactly around what it's doing. And even before I really it really clicked with me, I it was kind of like, hey, I don't totally understand WP Fusion. This was like two, three years ago. And uh, and so I know what it's like to, to look at it and go, I, I don't exactly get it because you're used to having everything in nice, clean boxes. And WP Fusion is one of those things that kind of spans a few boxes. And it's, so it's, it's a little hard to explain to some people exactly what it's doing. Once you get it, you realize what a Swiss army knife it is. It's, I, I have a hard time building a membership site now if I don't have WP Fusion in there. I think um, the way I attempt to explain it is that it puts tag, um, lists and tags. Um, if you want to micro focus different digital products or different parts of your website, it you can, um, especially if you're utilizing a learning management system, which I either Lifter or Learn Dash. There are others, but I see those as the two main contenders, and I have great relationships with both um, teams, especially the Lifter LMS people. Yeah. Um, is that 
you with WP Vision, you can really control membership access to a finite level. And also, it's some ways hard to get your mind around tagging because MailChimp did such a bastardization <laughs> and put people off tagging forever. I think it led to them to selling out to the devil, basically. Uh, um, um, worse than a chocolate factory. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, um, um, let's get back to subject, Jonathan. Um, <laughs> um, the tagging system, system um, it just puts it all on steroids. Yeah, the way I describe it is that if you could, if you could basically build your WordPress site on top of your CRM, that's essentially what WP Fusion allows you to do. So you could protect content, you could bring people in and out of courses, but it even goes down to the point where you can, you could even make it granular to the point where you could have one particular block on a blog post in Gutenberg, and you could show or hide that thing based on a tag from the CRM. So you can show or hide calls to action. You can show different calls to action depending on whether they're a paid member or not, whether they just signed up for a particular lead magnet. Because it's all tied to the CRM, you can basically show, hide anything across your website. Um, when they log in, you can turn, you can send them to different landing pages based on the tag on their profile. So essentially take anything that you could build as a marketing automation inside of a of your crm now you can make your website react to that stuff in real time yeah fantastic i think we're going to go through our middle break folks it's been a fab discussion with david uh i um, love discussing this type of stuff dave's up for it he even laughs, laughed at some of my jokes so uh, <laughs> you must come back at some stage if, if he has enjoyed i think he's enjoyed the experience so far yeah we're good uh, um we're gonna go for our middle break folks we will be back in a few moments folks this podcast episode is brought to you by lifter lms the leading learning management system solution for WordPress. If you or your client are creating any kind of online course, training-based membership website, or any type of e-learning project, Lifter LMS is the most secure, stable, well-supported solution on the market. Go to lifterlms.com and save 20% at checkout with coupon code podcast 20 that's podcast two zero enjoy the rest of your show we're coming back folks um before we go into the second half of the show where we're gonna be talking about some more elements about marketing optimization and also landing pages and website builders um i just want to point out that if you're building your membership website i feel that you should look at wordpress and you should look at WP Tonic being your hosting provider. We provide really, we only really specialize in membership and Buddy Boss websites. We know how to host them. Plus, we provide a great range of plugins, the best of breed as part of the package, plus much, much more. So if that is of interest to you, please go over to WP Tonic and join the family. We love you to help you make your membership website a success so on now on to something um before we go on to the landing pages straight website builders wherever the conversation goes david yeah. 
Let's make things even more confusing, shall we? Uh, um, let's talk about um, this subcategory, which I'll be interested to see if you utilize them and how you explain them to your own customer base. Um, I want to point out David is a real true expert when when it comes to marketing automation. So I would highly recommend David. Um, so how do you, what's your view around what Uncanny Automator and Automator WP? They, that I, I'd say to people, they're the Zapiers of WordPress. That's how right. I try. Right. So what's your view? Which one do you lean to? Um, and how do you try and explain it to people? Well, so the, the funny thing is, the irony of it is that I don't have a lot of use for them right now. Uh, and it's because of the power of WP Fusion Influence CRM. A lot of times I don't need them. And that's really what it comes down to. Between the two, the one that I've used more is Uncanny Automator. But I don't have it installed right now. And I haven't had to use it on any client sites because I find that it, the need just hasn't arisen. Uh, I, I I could do it in other ways without the plugin, so I, I which I find interesting. I'm even like sending out you know webhooks and all that. I mean, we could do that with a fluent CRM automation. I actually don't need uh, Uncanny for that. So in some cases, I, I think uh, there may be there there are some use cases where it would come in handy if you want to get more granular with an automation, not touch the CRM. If you want to have a little conditional logic so that the the uh, thing only triggers in a certain instance. I mean, you could do a lot of cool stuff with these things. Uh, it really just comes down to what you're trying to build. Yeah, I think you put it there. Also, you've got the new player, Sure Triggers, part of David Presley. Yeah. Um, thing. Um, David's an interesting character. Uh, um, uh, um, so he's been so successful in his marketing and he's a real worker. Uh, um, but, um, and I do utilize a couple of his products. I love his um, video. Um, well, my mind's gone blank. Presto player? Yeah, I love that. Uh, um, um, but there's been a couple of occasions very similar to what you outlined, David, and I've just turned to Uncanny Automator because it's a quality product and they, they've got deep knowledge of LearnDash and um, – but um, the only problem is they've taken money from the chocolate fam- chocolate factory. You know, it's funny. I was not aware of that with Uncanny Automator. No, he's taken money from the chocolate factory uh, and Willy Wonka, but you can't hold, you know, you've got to sometimes do deals with the devil, haven't you? They're everywhere. It's funny because I'm actually switching some sites. I was playing around with some hosting migrations this last week, and the host, they're great. But when you install WordPress, there's a little toggle right in their control panel about pre-installing a few plugins. And sure enough, they're all Willy Wonka there. was there, was he? Yeah, it's like, I mean, it would pre-install Optin Monster and stuff. And of course, I, I'd be mad if I couldn't avoid it, but they, but I could. It's like a little toggle. But it's just like the amount of tentacles that that company has out there, it's just crazy. Yes. Don't gorge yourself too much on your chocolate. All right. <laughs> I love taking the mickey out of him, actually. <laughs> uh, it's a little hobby of mine, actually. Uh, um, you couldn't tell, could you, Dave? Yeah. Uh, um, yeah, he, he's, he's got no sense of humor at all, that guy. Absolutely zero. Uh, um, I haven't so, hung with him lately. 
I, I did back in the earlier days of blog world and stuff. We'd spent actually a fair amount of time together and it was, but it was, it was times were different back then. And it was, it, you know, and, uh, I think things have just changed. He's obviously running a much larger company now than he was then. And, um, you know, it is what it is. I don't want to say anything bad about him. It's just more like, I don't like the tactics that I'm seeing with the company. And I, I don't know, you know, what makes the WordPress space so nice is its open source nature. And it doesn't mean that everything has to be free by any means, but there's a certain, I don't know, ethos to the way the market, yeah, I probably, believe, probably, should work. I'm stumbling. Now he's not me, no personal. He um, sent me a couple of letters that I didn't appreciate, but there we go. Um, so on we go. Um, so let's go on to the kind of, it's kind of in, to my mind, it's kind of into dispersed landing built in the WordPress space, building landing pages and also websites. Um, I know you kind of utilize cart flows, which is, has its landing pages thing. So it's a great solution, but hopefully you can see where I'm coming from this. Um, so this kind of landing page kind of metaphor web website builder quasar themes. It's all kind of mixed up into a hot mess, really, isn't it? And what I mean by a hot mess is what are you talking about? It's a bit like that it's a bit like disgusting WP fusion. It's hard to kind of can you understand where I'm coming from, Dave? Yeah, there's a lot of ways of doing it now. I mean we've the days of WordPress are now what's referred to as the classic editor. That's the old setup that we were used to for so many years. And the theme was very dorky. You know, we're in there doing PHP and all this kind of stuff. Well, things have evolved, you know, and now there's multiple ways of getting to the same target um, with, with the page builders. And there's tons of those and they have different use cases and there's Gutenberg and now we're getting into the full site editing, which is going to change it probably even a little bit more. Right? You know, it's like it's it's actually muddying the waters. Not necessarily bad. It's just competition. But now it actually can be confusing. We all get to the same point at the end, but it's kind of like there's so many ways of getting there. Yeah, confusing is the way to put it. But mm-hmm. um, um, when it comes to full site editing, I just uh, for the present moment, I think it's a bridge too far. I think they're. They, there's no clear roadmap. They're kind of throwing stuff in and getting feedback. It's all great stuff, but not when customers just want a solution. But yeah. I think, um, but I think you're a great fan of Cadence WP, and I am Ben and his team. Um, ben is such a like um, like um, WP Fusion. Um, just a great developer. Just a great person. Um, and I, d- I just think he's doing fabulous things with Cadence WP, and it's just that it, it gives you the power of Gutenberg without dealing with the madness, as I call it. Um, so what, what what's your own views about Cadence WP, and how do you explain why you like it to clients? I, I mean, it's... There's obviously different plugins that are available to work on with Gutenberg. Um, and so this is just the one that resonated best with me when I came over from Thrive Themes. I mean, I, I for the longest time, was using Thrive Themes. I was using Theme Builder and building whole sites like that. It's it's quick. I got, re- I got really quick with it. 
um, when I was using Buddy Ball. So obviously I was using Elementor because those two work together really well. But when I when I switched to Cadence, I mean, one of the things that really stood out to me was how fast it is compared to Thrive or any of these things. I mean, it's the, the code base is so much more efficient that you could pretty much make your site look the same, and yet it will be about a fifth of the size in terms of code. And so then when you go to, you know, look at your core web vitals and all that and your performance scores, they're through the roof. And, and I, I was always fighting especially the mobile scores with, with PageSpeed Insights. And it, well, Valamite, so it's always been a consistent. It's horrible. And, and, and you could do things and get real nerdy about it and try to get those scores up, but it was really hard to get it right. And then when I switched to Cadence, it was like everything just went away. And it was like I had almost perfect scores. And I'm like, well, clearly. Um, so that's, that's what I use almost all the time now, unless the client specifically tells me they want to use something different. Yeah, we allow you know we um yeah you know we we allow people to host with us that you're using Divi. God bless them. And uh, don't get me wrong, David, the people at Divi are lovely people, and the yeah. founders one of the most effective business owners um, that I've ever come across, and a very nice person. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I've never been in that Divi world. I understand mm-hmm. that. I I. I find it to be complex, but it's, I, but the funny thing, it's one of those weird things is I, it's just never clicked with me. Yeah. However, I know other people who that's, they swear by it. So I, 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 I won't say anything bad about Divi because I know that if I persevered, it would, it might click with me too, but I'm just not there. And I, and I know that they're redoing it right now. I was a version five yeah they're going they're going they're, gonna, they're doing a, a cadence it's a it's going to be a gutenberg library which would um, be good because that's probably going to make it perform really well now um one of the main competitors in the in the gutenberg block is specter but i just I, I went with cadence because um ben and specter spectra i always pronounce it incorrectly yeah david um, I always say Spectre because David reminds me of a, um, Adam reminds me of a James Bond villain. Uh, <laughs> uh, um, uh, um, uh, I actually sent him for Christmas a, a stuffed toy, a white cat. He actually <laughs> liked it. I spread taking the piss out of people equally, see. <laughs> Uh, uh, it's my English humor. Um, yeah. Some people don't get it, David. Uh, uh, but the problem with this is a great team and that, and great success with Astra, but they've gone the full editing route. And I think at the, it, and it just didn't seem, I, I was just amazed at what Cadence have done because they built a whole platform almost, haven't they? So, was you looking at Spectra? Spectra? I did. I had the plugin installed. I didn't go the full on. I'm going to build this thing with Astra and all that kind of stuff. I, uh, you know, there, there probably was an element of cadence is what I put in there and spent more time with. So once I, once it clicks with me, I'm like, yeah, this is the one. Um, but I mean, obviously there's a lot of duplicate functionality there between those two tools. Yeah. It's a hard one to choose. I feel, yeah, you, you know, I think you're not going to go wrong with either. I I just I just 
fell in love with cadence really um i i think if you're going to go down the gutenberg route which is trying to explain that to people you know should you know should you use um there's always some new page builder out there isn't it uh um i think um unless there's a specific reason um so let's go on to the other one that i think still we still offer as part of our package and i still think it has a place um is elementor um i think if you're building i think cadence is coming on with strides but um maybe if you're building something really complicated you would look at elementor as your i don't know what you what what do you what's your views of elementor if you divorced yourself completely or so it's still got a pie yeah on. i don't use it anymore i do have it on some client sites i mean like for example with buddy ball steam i mean elementor is kind of like what you want to use oh yeah before i'm so interrupt dave um, yeah. i had i got i love buddy boss and i hate buddy boss <laughs> how, how do you explain the bonker world of buddy boss to somebody that that they have somehow mixed a, a plug-in with a theme and they still talk about child themes, but if you install a child theme, you're gonna lo- it's going to be a nightmare. You're better off. How do you set up a home page? Well, you're going to have to use Alimator. Yeah. How do you attempt to try to explain this madness, David? Well, I don't use buddy boss that much unless they I, I basically if a client starts talking about buddy boss i always make sure first do you want the community platform if you don't want that don't waste your time with this thing uh if, and uh and even if they say well i want to have some forums great there are other ways of doing that too you don't need buddy boss uh buddy boss's strength is if you basically want to create a facebook stock community with all the bells and whistles and if you really want to do that it's really hard to beat that sweet yeah. buddy boss tools um outside of that though it's it's it brings on additional complexity because the theme really only puts work into styling the community function outside of t- that you're on your own it's a it's, it's a tight dog's breath mixing functionality in theme into plug-in into hybrid isn't it try to explain that to somebody i I literally have lost hair little hair i've got left david trying to explain this madness yeah the the theme it does a good job with the community stuff but the basic stuff like pages and blog posts and all that it's really really basic and you're probably not going to want to keep it like that and that's where you start bringing in elementor or you got to start coding up on the child theme which just gets really really nerdy and i don't even though i know how to i don't want to go i don't want to go there i don't, yeah. i've got a team but we don't want to unless they've got big money and they insist uh yeah so that's kind of where i'm at with buddy boss um it's it's a it's specific use cases on whether it makes any sense to use that you can't get an idea why they went down that route you know why they kind of mixed up functionality in the plugin and the theme it's more of a naming thing. I almost think the Buddy Boss theme should have a different name uh, because it's it is confusing with the with the platform with the community platform. Um, and if I'm not mistaken, I'm going out of memory here. Don't they have a few other themes that that company has? That uh, yeah, the If you try and put them on, you lose function. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, so it's 
Yeah. So it is what it is. I used it for a while, and it, I in, in in my in my review at the time too, I actually did refer to it as perhaps the perfect membership site theme. Uh, and in a lot of ways, it is built for that. But but the thing is, it really again I, as time goes on, I, I learn and learn and learn, and it's like it really comes down to the point that it's if you're not using all that community functionality. It is overkill. And just by nature of having Buddy Boss installed, you slow down the site because it has a performance needs that are unique. Oh, he's a beast. You need yeah. call, you need hosting that uh, somebody hosting solution. That, that somebody works. knows what they're doing. You're not going to put that on a site ground account and have it do that. We could do, but you lose even more here when you Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, let's get back on the subject. But I just, because uh, it, Causes me so I I I've got better trying to explain the madness I did, but don't get me wrong, I totally agree with David. If you really want to go down that route, it's still a fabulous solution because if you're looking at mighty networks, a circle, um, I would suggest Buddy Boss is a much better solution than mighty networks myself. But oh, that's yeah. my opinion. Oh, yeah. uh, um, Alimator. So let's go back before I. I diverted you down the Wygate <laughs> Road, which I do all the time. Uh, um, so where does the Alimator, where, where is its place in your heart? I used to use it more than I do now. Um, I do still have it on some client sites, like when they're using Buddy Boss or something like that. Um, now that I use Cadence, I don't have a lot of need for Elementor, but uh, I, I would say where Elementor has its strengths is the fact that it's a full page builder of the likes of, say, Thrive Architect or something like that, except that they're very open to third-party add-ons. And so you can uh, make Elementor do almost anything that you want because it integrates with so many things. It's like WP Fusion works with it directly. You could build stuff with advanced custom fields. So you could you could get really do some interesting things with Elementor. And so that would probably be one of its biggest strengths in the world of page builders. Uh, but I, I haven't had a lot of need for it since I switched over to Cadence. Yep. Let's go on to the love child of the um, web design. Those that have left, left the dark, the death star of Elementor and gone. <laughs> It seems to be the love child of uh, a certain section that, that love their page builders. And that bricks. Yeah. Um, built on, um, I think it's built on Vue, the JavaScript library, which I love. I love Vue. Because um, I certainly don't love some of the other, <laughs> the other JavaScript li libraries. Um, super fast. I can understand it. I think it <clears throat> also, uh, I think... It appeals for understandable for those that kind of quasi-professional web designers, right? That just cannot, because I think cadence. If you're modifying, if you if you're modifying the starter theme, um, we built. I've actually built a whole library of child themes for the WP hosting solution mm -hmm. um, on top of cadence. That's right. one of the things that I I liked about it, but. For this kind of quasi-professional, not developer, but designers that can't, that for the reasons you mentioned around Divi, I think Bricks has become, and they're just, there's something about Gutenberg and the madness of full-site editing. They've kind of moved to Bricks. Is this making any sense? 
Uh, I mean, a little bit. I, I, I want to play around with bricks more. I have been, spent barely any time with it. I, I do see people talking about it, but the funny thing is that people talking about it do tend to be in the business. And so it seems like that's almost the target market of bricks, not your standard person who just wants to put up a simple website. So, um, so it looks interesting. It looks like they're carving out a little slot there in the market. Is the pro agency market they seem to be it? Yeah. I mean, and, and, and it sounds like if you really want to customize stuff and take WordPress and, you know, with custom fields and custom post types and really get really interesting with it, it sounds like Bricks is pretty good at that. I mean, you could do it in other ways too, but I mean, it's, it's supposed to be leaner, faster to work with. So, but, uh, I have, I don't have a lot of hands-on experience. No, it seems to be like Paul from WP Toots has been really pushing it. And I love Paul. He does such a fantastic job and he's yeah. such a nice man. He's been doing some tutorials lately uh, with it. So, And that crowd, they rabid, don't they? they um, but the only thing with that crowd, they all bundled into Oxygen, which I, on God's sake, you know, um, that guy wouldn't even reply to my email I asked him on the show. And he lives in Lake Tahoe. Oh. He's, a, he's a strange dude so oh. these days. And um, I found... Um, I found oxygen to be kind of still birth. There we go. Uh, um, I think it's time to wrap it up because you spent an hour with us and obviously got things to do, but I think it's been a fabulous discussion. I really enjoyed it, David. Yeah, it's always always fun to talk shop. It's uh, with, especially with people who are, you know, familiar with some of the ins and outs of the space, but it's it's interesting. There's so many we didn't even touch on every tool. There's so many. Oh, you're gonna have to come back in the new year at some stage, are you, David? Hope you go. You you will agree. Um, David didn't know what he was walking into, but obviously it's it's just a chat basically and give some insight to our listeners and viewers. So I can't highly recommend David um, as enough if you're looking for a real individual service david really knows his stuff so david how can people find out more about you and your services david so the main site is blogmarkingacademy.com it's it's funny because now that i'm doing more direct services as well the domain seems a little bit of an off fit because but i because i have a membership site there and i've got a lot of experience with online courses over the last two or three years i've have it completely pivoted, and now I'm actually doing a lot of the stuff that you and I have been talking about for people. Like I, I don't call myself this in public, but it's almost like I'm a WordPress plumber and all these all these marketing automation stuff. I that's what I build for people, and so. Uh, but all of it's at blogmarketingacademy.com, and any of the services that I provide are there too. It's a fabulous resource, folks. And if you look, you know, um, the main purpose of this show is to uh, to get guests on. Um, to, um, you know, um, Kajabi and Learnable and some of the SaaS products, folks, I think they're fab for the right type of individual. But I think in some e- extent, WordPress got a bad, um, looking for the right wording. Um, and a lot of that was down to really poor hosting and also it was limited in the marketing um, automation side a bit. But I think the combination of Fluent with some of its other products with with Cadence um, 
you're now getting really a fab with the right hosting provider and the right support. Um, I think you're getting some, I call them Lego bricks, David. I think you're getting really some fab solutions now. And I think the next few years for WordPress, in some ways, I've got re-energized, re-excited about it. Can you understand that, David? Oh, yeah. I mean, this is what I do every day. And I I, I love the space. I I think that the need for a lot of third-party SaaS solutions has really dropped. You really don't need a lot of them anymore, um, except for maybe some special use cases. I mean, so you can build the whole thing. Again, coming down to that sovereignty thing about being able to own and control your own data, I think is really important. Um, Just a bit, isn't it? Just a bit. Yeah. I mean, you look at, there's so many people with privacy violations and, you know, people who are like shutting you down for very, I mean, it's just, there's so many different reasons why I think being able to own and control your own business. Because the funny thing is we're all building these online businesses, but yet we're flinging our data on all these third parties and we're getting slaved to these monthly bills for them. And it's, we're not even thinking a thing of it. And, uh, you know, it, it can bite you. I mean, it doesn't mean that you're going to get shut down. And a lot, a lot of these hosting companies, for example, not hosting, but the email list hosting companies, like you can get your list out of there, but you're not going to be able to take your automations. And a lot of times you can't export your campaigns. I mean, it's still, they still got you. And it's not like they're doing it out of, uh, you know, any nefarious intentions. It's just the way that it works. And I, I like to have everything in one spot. So when you run a site backup, that's the whole business right there. Well, Dave, thank you so much. I've really enjoyed the discussion. Hopefully in the new year, at some stage, you'll come back for another discussion. That I think it's been a blast. We're going to end the show now, folks. Hopefully you've got any questions, send them to David or you can send them my way. Um, we will be back next week with either guest um, or it definitely is going to be a great discussion. We'll see you soon, folks. Bye. See ya. Thanks for listening to the Membership Machine Show. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes and leave a rating to support the show. Until next time.